Hello, welcome to FinTech Impact. I'm your host, Jason Pereira. Today on the show, I have Nicholas Palanek, founder and CEO of Philanthropo Solutions. Philanthropo Solutions is a platform to help people basically plan and manage charitable giving and philanthropy at scale. And with that, here's my interview with Nicholas. Nicholas, thanks for taking the time today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. So, Nicholas Palanek of Philanthropo Solutions, tell us about Philanthropo. Yeah, so Philanthropo is a digital platform for clients to use to be able to plan and manage their charitable accounts along with their advisor. Uh, the platform has multiple features. So there's financial planning, grant planning, a relationship management tool, governance and records, charitable news, and a learning hub. Okay, there is a lot to unpack there, which we'll get back to. But let's go back to the origin. So tell me about how this came to be. Yeah, so I've been an advisor. I'm a, a wealth manager and a certified financial planner. I've been advising clients my whole career. And it's really been based around wealth accumulation strategies, tax planning, and tax minimization. But what I've noticed over the years is clients are increasingly interested in philanthropy. And when I looked around at the digital space and all the tools and platforms that we have, nothing was available to be able to help clients do this. And so a couple of years ago, I formed my own foundation, was looking for tools there was nothing to use. Uh, I started to look in the United States at what options were there. And there was nothing really that was comprehensive and, and suitable for the types of planning I wanted to do. So I got a team together and brought together a, a group of people that were capable of, of building a platform like this. And then we started to look at uh, philanthropists and their advisors and, and do customer research sessions with them and try to understand what their issues were. And really, over the course of a year, built this platform. Excellent. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the challenge of this. Okay. So frankly, charitable donations in most financial planning softwares are an entry. It's a line, right? It's a line that takes into consideration taxation. But when we start talking about the logistics of actually managing philanthropy, and we're not talking about just, I'm going to give at the office to the person who's biking to save whatever. We're talking about, it could be something as small as say, I'm going to give two, three grand every year to my favorite charities. I'll decide every year. It could be donor advised funds. It could be like, look, I want to give to my university and create an endowment, right? Can get your name on something. Talk to me about how you saw the challenge, what was lacking, and then we're going to get into you, how you basically architected the entire thing. Yeah, that's a, great, that's a great question because when it comes to charitable giving, clients can, can gift directly to a charity. When we talk about some of this more philanthropic work, we're really thinking about clients that are shifting considerable amounts of their wealth into a philanthropic vehicle, like a private foundation, a charitable trust, or a donor-advised fund. And then it's what happens after that. So the industry, our financial industry, does a great job of getting the client up to that point when it comes to donating appreciated securities, timing it based on their taxes for the year. So we do a very good job of bringing them to that point. But then once they establish these vehicles, and they're looking to really manage their philanthropy thereafter, that's mm -hmm. where there are no tools. For example, we have a client that has contributed significantly into a foundation. What is the opportunity to grant out from the foundation? So really taking the funds that are in this tax structured vehicle and then getting them out into the community and then keeping track of all that. What are all the relationships that they have with their grantees in the community? How do they keep track of this? All the requirements that are put on them by the CRA in order to maintain documentation and get their accountants talking to their lawyers, talking to their advisor and their banker all of these different relationships that they have to manage. And so it was really creating a tool that reduces the friction for those problems. But to your point, Jason, 
definitely we have planning software that can get them up to that point of donation. And then after that, they now have to take over and manage it. And this is where Philanthropo really comes in. Yeah. And as usual, like the simple act of giving is fine. The logistics of anything are complicated, right? Yeah. And in these cases, it's a, it's very complicated for clients dealing with dealing with this. It's they're running. If you in a foundation, as an example, you are running a charitable a charity. You're running an actual charity, so you've got requirements that are are placed on you to do donor advised funds. Obviously, alleviate all of those issues from that side, but they don't donor advised funds. You're still wanting to disperse and come up with a plan, a granting plan, and manage that plan and keep track of your grantees and what those grants were meant to do. And there's a lot of following up that has to be done when clients are engaged really significantly in philanthropy. Effectively, it's running a business, but running a business yeah. with massive compliance obligations because at the end of the day, tax reporting for running a business is important. But that's just that's common accounting. Everybody's used to that. What we're talking about here is not just accounting, but a series of other rules and obligations and contracts you're entering into that, frankly, if you don't live up to, you could go so far as to lose your charitable status, which is devastating, right? So it's it's a very high burden of compliance placed on these charities. It is. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The clients that are engaged in philanthropy now are getting these things done. You know, for the most part, clients are, they have processes in place. As many clients have family offices that will work with these types of things as well. It's not that these things are not being done. What we're looking to do is just reduce the friction, get the people collaborating together on this platform for their clients, allow the clients to have easy access, just allowing them to do this in a better way. But their clients are performing these functions now. They're retaining their grant records. They are keeping track of their recipients in some format. This is really to make it better, to improve it. Yeah. So, okay, so we're doing that. So let's talk about this entire experience start to finish, right? So we're going to start off. I want to make a donation. Maybe it's a large donor advised. Like, do you handle donor advised funds? I think you said you did. Yeah. 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 So donor advised funds being a pool for charity of smaller donations for charities, but people can basically manage on their behalf. But let's move away from that. Let's talk about just a straightforward, sizable charitable donation that establishes a foundation. So, So talk to me about, okay, the check gets cut. Let's go with logistics. What's the first thing that you have to help them understand and set up and manage? And so once they've made a decision on the amount that they want to contribute, so that would be done with their, you know, from a financial planning lens, what would be the best amount? Uh, most likely, they're going to have some stepping in of funds into the vehicle. So if you think about your taxes in a year, and you think of the donation tax credit maxing out a, a certain percentage of your income, and you're not going to necessarily fund this thing all at once. So you've got to now think about, okay, so I might do this over a multi-year period and put funds into this. So that has to come from the financial planning work being done. So in order to get to this point, we now know that there's going to be this series of deposits into this vehicle. Let's call it a foundation to to simplify. So the client has made this decision. They're going to set up a foundation. They're going to put a series of payments in. Perhaps they're putting in one million a year over three years or five, call it five years. So they've got a million dollars going in over five years. Now the, the step is, what are we going to do from a granting standpoint? So the CRA is going to begin to calculate minimum distribution requirements. They're called disbursement quotas. So we can forecast those using Philanthropo, or you can do it some other way with Excel and, and try to figure out what, where it's going to be, what that, that number is going to be. But the minimum distribution requirement from the fund is going to start to kick in. The clients then have to make these decisions of where are we going to grant the funds out to? We're going to need to make some connections in the community and start to grant the funds out. And then so on and so forth. So that really begins the process. Then they file their taxes, their declarations at the end of the year. They'll have to have had an annual general meeting. It's quite a, there's a lot to do after the clients have established the, the actual structure. Excellent. And you said Excel. 
which I always cringe. As, one, as much as it's a wonderful dynamic tool that basically runs the entire world, man, human error in entry, man. Minimum distributions can easily be miscalculated by just sitting the wrong finger, the wrong formula. So it's... Uh, well, I, I would say there's... there. I use Excel often a lot. It, it, it is a, a wonderful spreadsheet tool. We're just listening to clients and to advisors in the industry about how they're getting these things done. And they are using spreadsheets and they are frustrated. To your point, Jason, they're very frustrated with user error because when you're not using something that has guardrails on it, that makes sense and is purpose-built for what you're doing, of course, there's going to be areas for errors. And we've noticed when on our customer research that we did on the client side, not on the advisor side, the client side, they're using uh, spreadsheets as well in order to keep track of these things. Because if you think about it, you're a family that has significant funds in, in philanthropy you're making commitments to people that are often multi-year commitments to fund different programs at universities, to fund hospitals. So if you've made these commitments, you need to keep track of them. And they are, and they're using spreadsheets. They're yeah. you know, color coding them based on you know, what grants they've committed to versus the ones they'd like to make, uh, when the due dates are. So there is that being done. There is some grant management software that exists, but it's really meant more for the foundations that have a significant amount of grant activity and, and it's a bit more of a workflow manager type of a solution. So we're not really meant to be used for that, like grant applications and that type of work is not what Flint Pro is looking to tackle. Yeah, and I think it's, I think the other thing that people need to understand is that it's not just that rich people have a lot of money sitting around, lying around doing nothing, right? A lot of this is being paid for through stuff like revenues of companies or basically liquidation of other investments. And those investments need to be managed, right? So how, you know, basically knowing the schedule for when things need to come up is really important. Like you have to have the capital ready. So the last thing you want to do is be in a position where, oh, I forgot that I basically owe this six-figure check and mm. crap, like, you know, this is the wrong time to sell something or do something. And then, you know, you still have to live through those obligations contractually. So it's, it's, it's tough. All right. The, I guess the real question becomes with this <laughs> change from Excel, you're monitoring all this, you're helping them basically track all their obligations and everything that's going on. How are you basically making sure that this is hitting the front in the face? Is this just simply a list of here's your next best actions for all your clients? Like, how are you making sure the advisor, now that you got this data in here, is fully actioning and living up to their obligations? Yeah, so the grant planning feature. So when once the advisor has gone through the financial planning component with the client, and the client has agreed that, yes, this is the strategy we'd like to go forward with. Perhaps it's a 20-year spend down on the foundation or the donor advice fund. That means that they want this thing to be gone in 20 years. So our software is going to say, okay, this is the optimal distribution amount that you should consider distributing each year compared to the minimum amount and also an allocation for unforeseen grants as well because emergencies happen uh, all the time. Once the client has that, the optimal distribution amounts, they go into the grant planning feature. And in the grant planning, they're going to enter their grants. They begin to stack their grants in there and use it to see how are they doing against their budget. Now, where clients have been very interested is when you enter grants in the grant planning feature, as those grants exceed the minimum distribution requirement or exceed the optimal distribution recommendation, it modifies all future years. So they can see, for example, if they put in a large grant, what is that going to do to the future? This is happening in real time. And a lot of times clients are contemplating, okay, I want to do a large grant to this organization. They're asking for this large grant. We have this balance in the foundation. Is this going to be something affordable? They enter that in. They can put that scenario in, enter the larger grant, and immediately see what it does. So does it encroach on the future years and 
cause the distribution amounts to be lower, and then they're going to have issues making their payments for other grants they've committed, they can in an instant make that decision if it's something that looks good to them or not. They're very interested in seeing that that behavior in the, in the tool. Excellent. Okay. So they have that behavior. They can basically see they can track it all. Effectively, how are you helping or are you helping with the actual tax and legal regulatory obligations of filing? Yeah. So in the multi-user in the multi-user functionality of it, you can add in your tax advisor, your legal advisor, your banker. And in the governance and records component, you can upload documents and store things and be able to have collaboration. So for example, if the accountant needs access to the bank statements of the foundation and the investment statements, and the banker has gone in and uploaded the investment statements or the bank statements, the accountant now is able to get them from this repository. So it allows for the client to not have to be constantly putting documents back and forth. It also allows the client to keep them in that you know, secure place and all to do with the, the foundation. So that's how it can help them meet those obligations. I mean, it doesn't replace the need for a strong accountant, a strong lawyer to be able to, to handle these matters, but it definitely alleviates some of that friction in, in getting this data back and forth. Clients do have to keep track of their annual general meetings if it's a foundation, maybe take internal notes around investment performance with their investment managers. So there is a tool here to help them to keep track of all that all of those meetings that they have to administrate these vehicles. Excellent. And you mentioned news. Tell me about how that works. What are you serving up here and to whom? Yeah, so we did find as we canvassed the market uh, and asked people what would be helpful, that having news specific, specifically related to philanthropy would be very helpful. So we have news um, in the Canadian side. We have a U.S. platform, Canadian platform, on the country-specific news to do with philanthropy. So the articles that would be in there would be articles relevant to people that are granting out. So right now we have articles that are in there to do with new CRA guidelines on grants and grantees, women in philanthropy, a report released by TD, and then a report discussing the donation of marketable securities, just different reports that would be relevant to people in, in, involved in philanthropy. Yeah, I would think you don't exactly have a live stream of stuff coming out daily on this stuff, right? It's probably a lot of very highly concentrated thought leadership or reports from consulting and whatnot as well. It makes a lot of sense. So. Talk to me about the feedback you're getting. And we're going to start specifically around the client experience. So what are the clients who basically are philanthropically inclined saying you're doing for them other than the checklist of things we just went over? Yeah, clients are loving the ability to go in and keep track of their grant. This is one of the big things for clients is keeping track of these things, having a record of it, understanding when their next payments are, just getting organized. Uh, They're finding that to be a real benefit. Just the interface. We've had a lot of comments on the interface. We worked really hard over the last year in coming up with a design that would be very intuitive. And it's quite rewarding to see people coming on and saying that they appreciate how easy it is to use. We spend a lot of time adding um, little tool tips, which is where you hover over with your mouse and it explains what the field is and what to put in it. That's been very useful for clients. They've been enjoying that. Even advisors in, in setting up the financial plan say it's very easy. Um, so there's been a lot of positive feedback. Excellent. And then let's go on to the advisor feedback. I mean, I'm sure, first off, anything goes wrong, they're going to get the blame. So a tool to prevent them from getting blamed is definitely a value. So, so talk to me about that. Yeah, advisors have really loved it because it allows them to connect with their philanthropic clients in a more deep way than, than simply around investments. So they've definitely found that using the tool has been helpful with those relationships. Some advisors as well have been finding that these grant plans that clients have or don't have, I can impact their investment. So you had mentioned earlier, Jason, about there's not funds just lying around. 
is very much true. You're in the business as well. You understand these investments are tied up in equities and bonds and certificate deposit or GICs. Um, when you think about a client that has a grant plan, by being able to have it entered into Philanthropo, the advisors are very pleased because they're able to see and plan, okay, what is this thing going to look like in the next two or three years so I can understand where I need to keep funds? So it's been enhancing communication from that standpoint because it's, it can be a bit jarring to receive a call to say, yes, we need $600,000 out of this foundation uh, to pay for a grant. And there's been no, no one has, has let the advisor know perhaps that was going to happen. And then it's, it's not a good time. So this has been something that advisors are happy to see uh, their clients being able to keep everything organized and then be able to show them, okay, this is what my grant plan is for the next three years. Excellent. You put a nice little bow on this, really taking care of the value chain altogether, right? You're handling the money when it comes in, tracking all the obligations. You basically got you got everybody living up to their obligations and helping with the filing. So you really got a nice little package here. I'm, I'm curious, like, where do you see this going beyond what you've done today? Yeah. So what we'd like to see is to continue to ask the question, how can we help you in your philanthropy? How can we help you and alleviate friction? How can we help you to be more effective? What is it that you need? We spent the last year asking clients that and their advisors, and we were able to build a platform that addresses those issues and addresses those needs. And we're really pleased that we brought that to market. It's the reception's been extremely positive. The next step is to get people on the platform over the next year and say, okay, so what is it that could help you? For example, we're hearing already, it would be nice to be able to connect with other people in philanthropy. It'd be nice to be able to connect with people with similar interests and similar granting patterns. So we're hearing that. So that's definitely something we're going to keep an eye on. Uh, we're hearing as well. Yeah, it's been very interesting, these ideas coming from users. We're also hearing as well about benchmarking and how am I doing in comparison to other people huh. with regards to committed grants or uncommitted grants or, or restricted funds versus unrestricted funds. Um, and so that's going to be really exciting to be able to explore the use of, of uh, allowing our data to, to help guide clients and help them to, to consider how they are doing against other people. And, and just considering this can be something that is not talked about. And so we give them the data that they need. Um, but we're going to wait and see. I, I'd really like to give this a little time to understand what are the other pain points that people have as they use the software. We've definitely done a deep level of research now, and I'm very confident the product, it fits, the, it fits what they've needed. But of course, things will evolve, especially as they get using it and say, oh, you know, it'd be great is to be able to do this. Or what would be great is to be able to understand more about that. So as people get on the platform, we'll definitely keep evolving. Yeah, and I got to say, this is a smart move, right? The last thing, and I, I coach a lot of startups, and one of the things I'll tell them is don't overbuild, right? Like you, I think you you built the value proposition, exactly what you needed to do. You, the The data play is interesting, right? Because once you know, this is a mess and no one's got, there's no standardized processes for managing this and no one's got data at scale. As you grow, the data play could become incredibly valuable to the people in your community. That's it. I look at people. One example, if you're you're very interested, I'm very interested in finding things in Malawi. I'm very interested in this country in Africa. And what if Philanthropo said there is someone in Norway that is doing granting there and you have similar interests based on your AI interpretation of your of your uh, grants and your notes, et cetera. What if we connected you? Would you be interested in the connection? You say, yes, I would. And then you're connected and then you end up building a school in Malawi. Like, doing something together with someone. I think there's an incredible opportunity here as the platform grows to make those kind of connections. Right now, these connections are being made. There are some fantastic global organizations. I'm a part of Ford Global as an example that make these kinds of connections. So there are some amazing connectors of people out there 
But your anything we can do to add to that and to increase that connectivity and those those important introductions would be amazing. I think it would be fantastic for the community, and could see we could see great things happening. I know I've certainly benefited from meeting other like-minded philanthropists, and it's been extremely helpful for me. If we can digitize that and, and increase it, then I think we're going to see some great things in the world. Yeah, I think that there's. I also think that. There's an incredible opportunity here because there's so many philanthropical hubs opening up, right? Like organizations whose only job is to basically help you discover what's going on in your community, what's going on in your province or your state or whatever else it is and, and help basically with that. But they too must be crushed by all this, all the management of all this. In addition to basically then like some of these donations are coming from foundations or their own foundation. And then like, how do you plan around all this? So I think that the community aspect of what you're talking about here is also going to benefit from your technology, just benefit from your top technology, but become a frankly just reinforce their value proposition as to be able to say we can help you find this we can manage it for you you can do it yourself we're going to be able to better track all this i think there's probably a play there where they manage money coming into them through your platform potentially is what i'm getting at yeah i think there's a lot of potential use we've had charities that are interested in its ability to uh, smooth out donations or to encourage multi-year commitments to the charity uh, as clients take a longer-term perspective with their financial planning we think about knee-jerk reactions because of investment performance, as an example. As you would know as a financial planner, Jason, if you have a solid financial plan and you're using rates of return that are averaging market fluctuations, then the clients are more confident in their spending. The same would apply to foundations and granting. So charities are interested in it. We've definitely um, seen that they're interested in that that sort of continuum of granting and not being affected by market fluctuations, perhaps because of it. So there are a lot of different use cases for the platform that we're excited to explore. There's been a lot of interest, which has been very encouraging. We can see different pockets, the philanthropic community, the financial advisory community, the nonprofit side of the equation that are actually doing the work. <laughs> that It's been really quite exciting to see all these different pockets embracing this. It is really the first digital tool in this kind of space that covers all those areas to be able to help with this. Never mind the fact that you're basically you're enabling so much good in the world. And that's got to be incredibly rewarding to know that you're making it easier for people to basically do wonderful things out there. We're making it easier. The people that are doing the good in the world are the frontline nonprofits and the philanthropists. We're here to help them. Those frontline nonprofits. Oh yeah, we're, you're not winning the Peace Prize anytime soon, okay? But, no, but nevertheless. It's, those frontline nonprofits are absolutely incredible. I've seen them in action. I've been I've been able to witness the, the work that they do. It's absolutely incredible. And then philanthropists who are choosing to give their wealth back to society, is that is just a, an awesome thing. To be a part of that equation, to be able to help them, is in, it definitely gets, gets us going, gets us very excited. So we're all excited that philanthropists would be a part of that, but they're the ones that deserve the, the, the honor for sure. Excellent. Before we wrap up, there's three questions I asked everybody on a positive note. And the first one is, if you had one wish for something to change in your company or the industry as a whole, what would it be? I definitely would like to see more and more attention paid to philanthropy as an industry. I think that there's a lot of room to help clients do this. There's a lot of room for us to become more educated around the space, become better equipped to be able to deal with clients looking to do this. That would be my desire is for our whole industry to be able to embrace philanthropy and, and make it easier for people to do. Excellent. Great answer. Second question. What's been the biggest challenge in the company where it is today? The biggest challenge really has been to be able to synthesize all of the different needs that people have in different pockets of the, uh, the philanthropic landscape. So looking at how does the advisor get involved? How does the accountant get involved? What about the client? What are the areas 
of, of the client's life that this should be involved in, the nonprofits receiving the funds, all of these different sort of stakeholders that are involved in this, being able to create a platform that's able to talk to them and get them involved in the right way, the right time, the right permissioning, like all of that type of synthesizing has been extremely challenging because there's a lot of different players wearing a lot of different hats. And so to be able to build something that would uh, alleviate problems for all of them and get this you know, money flowing in the right direction and with ease, uh, that was a challenge for sure. It's not built for one specific segment or one specific, I shouldn't say segment, one specific player. It's really been for the whole gambit of people involved in these foundations and donor advised funds. Excellent. Last question I have for you is, this was going to be an easy one for you. Yeah. What excites you the most about what it is you're working on keeps you getting out of bed in the morning to keep on fighting the good fight? I love that. Philanthropy. It's incredible. When you think about clients that have said, okay, I have enough. I have more than enough. I want to do something now with these funds to impact my world around me. That is a very incredible thing to be involved in. These clients are doing incredible things around the world. They are filling gaps where funds are needed. They're filling in gaps where governments are not able to step up. They're doing incredible things with their funds. And to be involved in that, to be involved in that in this way is very rewarding. Excellent. Nicholas, thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Of course. Thank you, Jason. So that was my interview with Nicholas Palahniuk of Philanthropo Solutions. If you're in the market for a philanthropic solution for running your foundation, it's either this or Excel. Frankly, the choice is obvious. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever your podcast. Until next time, take care. This podcast was brought to you by Woodgate Financial, an award-winning financial planning firm catering to high net worth individuals and their families. To learn more, go to woodgate.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, or find more episodes at jasonperera.ca.